Is Jared Goff a Tier 3 quarterback? And Chauncey Gardner-Johnson might be special. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is another episode of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team indeed every day on a Tuesday, August 1st and a Wednesday, August 2nd. Thanks for making us your first listen. Checking us out wherever you get your podcast. we got to say hello to our everydayers out there who listen or watch each and every day right here on Locked On Lions. Thank you for doing that. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter or X or whatever the that moron uh, that runs it calls it. Also, uh, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. We're on threads of the real Matt Dairy. And of course, you can subscribe and watch us for free on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. An off day for the Lions. No practice today as training camp will continue tomorrow. we got to get into a Shane Zilstra situation, a major knee injury that took place yesterday. He's been waived injured. We'll get into that. There's an open spot on the roster. We will discuss coming up momentarily here on Locked On Lions. Also, TheAthletic.com came out with a very interesting, they do this every year, Mike Sando and company, the NFL quarterback tiers. Where do you think Jared Goff is? You heard me in the open say it. But uh, I don't know if I thought this was fair or not. We'll get into that momentarily. Also, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson having a huge day yesterday at uh, practice. We'll get into that. Uh, and, and much more to come right here on Locked on Lions. We thank Ross Tucker for joining us yesterday. If you missed yesterday's show with Ross, that dude's the best. He is just awesome to talk to and a great guest. So go back and check out yesterday's show right here on uh, Lockdown Lions. Please, please do that. Um, all right. So we we knew this. We talked to Ross yesterday about the impact that C.J. Gardner-Johnson can have on this team. And if you looked at the Lions over the last couple of years, the one thing that stood out, regardless of whether they won three games or whether they won nine games last year, really took the league by storm, is that the defense has to get better. All right? The defense has to get off the field on third downs. The defense has to improve on the back end. All right? We know could still be better on the interior of the D-line. Always can improve the pass rush. Always can improve linebacker play, especially covering tight ends and running backs out of the backfield. But the secondary has not been good for a long time. There have not been high-impact defenders in that secondary in ages. you got to go back to Darius Slay, who, of course, was unceremoniously booted out of town by Matt Patricia. And, of course, Bob Quinn getting a, a really lousy haul in return for a guy that seemingly goes to the Pro Bowl every year is one of the best cornerbacks, uh, you know, really, uh, of this era. Um, and Glover Quinn was good, and there were some other players. But now you look at the Lions' secondary, you see major improvement. Right with the additions of Cam Sutton and Mosley when he gets here, and Tracy Walker's healthy, and Kirby Joseph was a tremendous uh, uh, draft pick by Brad Holmes, the Lions general manager, two years ago. But Chauncey Gardner-Johnson on Monday, and I got this from a lot of different people, but the way he hits, the way he talks, the way he's around the football um, could be the difference maker that this organization has needed in the secondary in a long time. 
And what's nice about this Gardner-Johnson situation is it was kind of fluky that the Lions were able to pick him up. Seriously. Good career in New Orleans. Kind of wore out his welcome. Traded to Philly in the last year of his deal. Had a tremendous season for the Eagles last year. Tied for the league lead in interceptions. And everybody just thought, oh, he's going to break the bank. No way Philly's going to let him go. Even with Bradbury and Slay, they would keep him as kind of that hybrid nickel corner, can play some safety. And late in the game in free agency, he had gone, he had remained unsigned. And the next thing you know, he take next thing you know, he takes a one-year deal to come here and get paid a lot less than market value, six and a half million dollars. It's a show me deal, it's a prove it deal, etc. And he's lived up to everything the Lions had hoped he would be a week and a half in the training camp. He had the scare, of course, with the knee injury. Turns out he's fine. On Monday, he was an absolute monster on the field, hitting guys in all pads, making plays, trash talking. But the Lions have had players in the past that have been trash talking players, have been big mouths, whatever it is. And as we know with the history of this franchise and one playoff win in 60-plus seasons, they never back it up. That's why this team seemingly is so likable because they talk a little, but mostly they do their talking on the field. A guy like Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, just a total pro. Jared Goff is quiet. Jamal Williams was a little boisterous and vociferous last year, but he backed it up. He led the league in touchdowns. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has come in and set a, a serious edge and tone for this defense, and it's exactly what they've needed. But he's not just coming in and talking smack and getting into fights or acting a fool. He's backing it up with really good football plays. All right, People are coming across the middle. He's knocking them down with the pads on. He, he, he's jarring the football loose. He's making plays in the passing game. He's covering receivers down the field. Um, he's mentoring Brian Branch and others already. Like I said, a week and a half into camp. You can't beat that. And so we may look back upon this season and say, man, what a steal. What an absolute steal. I got to do something here. Bug flying at my camera. What an absolute steal Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was for this team. I don't know if he's going to be here long term. I don't know if the Lions can afford him in the future. I mean, it's not like they're miles over the cap. Maybe he stays, but. The signing for this season and the impact that he's had already has been immense. And so kudos to Brad Holmes, the scouting department, the pro personnel people, everybody, Aaron Glenn, AG, Dan Campbell, everybody that had a relationship with Gardner Johnson from New Orleans to get this guy here because so far he's been as advertised. Now, again, we've got, what, eight or nine days until the first preseason game, maybe more. 10 or 11 days till the first preseason game against the Giants, the, 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 the practices that they're going to have, the joint practices with the Giants and Jags. Who knows? Maybe he'll get burnt. Maybe he'll, he'll have a personal foul. Who, who knows? But right here, right now, he's made that big of an impact already on this defense. And uh, it's great to see. The Lions have needed a badass like this on their defense. Um, so I'm excited to see more. Uh, I'm happy he's here, and it's only going to make this team better. You know, 
You think about a guy like Will Harris, who Dan Campbell the other day talked about, steady, one-year deal, back with the team, need to have a depth piece like that. Think about how much better a guy like Will Harris is going to be playing alongside a guy like C.J. Gardner-Johnson. So um, it's pretty cool. Uh, Jared Goff on the quarterback tiers, one of the flying Zilstra brothers uh, is no longer lying, at least for right now. We will get to all of that um, coming up next. First, we got to tell you about our friends. You know them. You love them. Our friends at eBay Motors. All right. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouring the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny Iyer has picked out for us in this week's edition of eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. All right, now, this week's segment, running backs. And guess who Vinny's got on his list? That's right, Lions rookie Jameer Gibbs. Quote, looking to park an elite running back in your fantasy football garage, says Vinny, after the top half dozen options at the position have been taken off the lot? Expect Lions rookie Jameer Gibbs to be a roaring engine as he takes the lead role in an overhaul backfield. The real first-round pick is a steal as a running back, too, possessing the talent and pedigree to deliver big immediate results in a loaded offense. How about that? Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows the championship team is about to uh, is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. We're talking brakes, air filters, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay, guaranteed fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your car, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lockdown Lions for a Tuesday. Locked On Podcast Network. Indeed, your team every single day. We are into August. That means preseason football coming up. Oh, it doesn't get any better than preseason football. So excited. I'm not even sure who's calling the Lions games on TV. They seemingly have a different person every year. Last couple of years, it's been Brandon Gauden with Herman Moore. Um, Brandon now is the TV voice of the Atlanta Braves. So I don't know if Brandon's going to be doing the Lions games or not. I do not know that. Um, but we got games coming up soon with the Giants coming in next week, Jags, the uh, joint practices and every, everything else. So it is exciting. How about what's going on in Indy, by the way, with Jonathan Taylor? You want to talk about the other day, Sheila Hamp was getting Sheila chants from the crowd at training camp. Sheila, Sheila. All right. Martha Firestone Ford got a game ball from the team. People went nuts. All right. It was just years ago, people were just, you know, 
typical Ford family. Sheila doesn't know anything about football. Martha's just as bad as her husband. All these things. Lions ownership now looks great compared to some of these other teams. <laughs> like Mr. Ursay in Indianapolis, jaw, jaw jacking on Twitter with Jonathan Taylor, and he's miserable. And they don't know if he's injured or not. Like, thank goodness none of that's going on here, huh? All right, we got uh, some news to report on one of the Lions' tight ends. If you recall last year in Carolina, the Lions had a Shane Zilstra three-touchdown game. That's right. Uh, one of the flying Zilstra brothers, as I called them last year, Shane and what, Steven, was a wide receiver for the team for two seconds. Shane Zilstra in a crowded tight end room with um, uh, Brock Wright, the incumbent, who, of course, uh, was the starter last year, Sam Laporta, James Mitchell, fourth-round pick from Vontech two years ago. And, you know, Zilstra was a part of that. And now he's injured. Uh, shredded up his knee. It appears to be an MCL, something of that nature, but it uh, could be a six-month ligament injury in his knee, according to reports, suffered yesterday. So today the Lions announced, just like they did with Tom Kennedy, who, by the way, is still hanging around, uh, they put Shane Zilstra on waivers due to injury, waived injured, which you can do right now during training camp. Lions have two options. This is exactly what they did with Tom Kennedy, too. Number one, they could bring him back, put him on IR, and he could be out for the year. Or they do an injury settlement with him once they know he might be able to come back and play. And then he comes back to the team after clearing waivers and, and going through free agency and all of that. Tom Kennedy... We don't know how severe his injury is, but right now he's not on the roster, but he's still hanging around practice. Zilstra sounds like a six-month injury, which means he would miss the entire season. So kind of a bummer. Depth guy for tight ends. Right now the Lions really sitting with uh, three at the moment. Uh, but Sam Laporta continues to impress. You know he's going to be starting. Brock Wright can play. You know, he can block, catch the football. And then you've got James Mitchell. So, uh, we'll see if the Lions add another tight end with that extra roster spot as they announced today that uh, Shane Zilstra is uh, on the waived injured list. Um, all right, I promised you this. I wanted to go over this. Not everybody subscribes to theathletic.com. I subscribe. I'm a big Zach Meisel fan. Zach does a great job covering the Cleveland Guardians, so I read him all the time. I check out Colton Pouncey, of course, covers the Lions for the Athletic. Um, you know, Ken Rosenthal. Plenty of good writers at theathletic.com, but not all of you subscribe. So I wanted to tell you about the quarterback tiers article that came out today from Mike Sando. Shout out hat tip to Plymouth Jim Mulhern uh, for the uh, for the hat tip out here um, and telling me about this article. But I want to talk about where Jared Goff stands, and we will do that coming up next. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, so The Athletic put this out yesterday. <clears throat> Quarterback tiers, their 10th edition of this. This year, 50 league insiders placed 30 veteran quarterbacks into tiers. That includes eight general managers who voted, 10 head coaches, 
15 coordinators, 10 executives, four quarterback coaches, and three involved in coaching analytics. Um, so there are five tiers. Tier one, no surprise, right? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert. I don't know if I would put Rodgers at Herbert, but whatever. Tier two, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins. Interesting. Tier two. You're going from Jalen Hurts all the way down to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, by the way, came in at number 42 on the NFL's top 100. Jared Goff was what, 66? Hmm. Tier three. Here's the definition of tier three. A tier three quarterback is a legitimate starter but needs a heavier running game and or defensive component to win. A lower volume drop back passing offense suits him best. Tier three quarterbacks. Kyler Murray. Derek Carr at 14. Jared Goff at number 15. Uh, they write about Goff. This is Goff's fourth consecutive year in Tier 3, but his average tier vote is higher than it's been since Goff was coming off his 2018 Super Bowl season with the Rams. I gave Jared a 3, and that might be a little low because he played amazing last year, one coordinator said. Quote, I'm giving the system and Ben Johnson more of the love than I'm giving Jared. They ran the ball really well, maybe the most creative run game that we looked at last year. If Jared does it again, he would cement himself, in my opinion as a two. Interesting. Goff commanded 17 tier two votes this year after getting 18 over the previous three years combined. One offensive coach said, quote, I saw their tape and he was dynamite last season. Got the ball out of his hands, did not get stuck in the backfield. He was accurate with touch. He was still not great, great, but he got most out of what he is, end quote. Also in tier two after Goff, Russell Wilson, Tua, Jimmy G, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Hall of Fields, Ryan Tannehill, and Mac Jones. Tier four quarterbacks are Brock Purdy, Kenny Pickett, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, who, by the way, has been horrible uh, training camp in Atlanta, and Gardner Minshew. So there were no tier fives, just tier fours. None of the rookies were included, including Anthony Richardson or uh, Jalen Hurts, not Jalen Hurts. Um, the kid from Alabama, you know, all of that. None of those rookies made it, obviously, because they didn't play last year. So there you go. So Jared Goff, a Tier 3 quarterback. Do you agree or disagree? Would love your thoughts on it on YouTube, Twitter, whatever. First of all, I'm not putting Jared Goff behind Kyler Murray or Derek Carr. If you're going to put Jared Goff at the top of Tier 3, he should be ranked higher than Kyler Murray. Murray got a voting average of 2.6, Carr 2.64, and Goff 2.66. I get it. You want to call him a legitimate starter that needs a good running game? Sure. All right. As the one offensive coach says, if he plays like he played last year, we'll move him up to tier two. But to sit here and say that, you know, he's that, this is, a you know, the NFL players think more of Goff than coaches and GMs. Because the NFL players had golf ranked 66 in the top 100 
and yet had a guy like Trevor Lawrence in the 90s. Kirk Cousins is always the comparison with golf, and I think they're neck and neck. I do. I do. Cousins tier two at number 12, golf at tier three at number 15. This is a prove-it year for Jared Goff. I'm not going to go crazy and say, oh, he's got to be tier two. He's got to do it again this year. It can't just be, well, maybe last season was a bit fluky and it was a system situation. Now, he's going to have better weapons this year. Jameer Gibbs basically was saying yesterday to the media, I've played more wide receiver in training camp with the Lions than I did all my career at Alabama and Georgia Tech. So Gibbs is going to be a weapon that Goff can find. Uh, they've upgraded a tight end with Laporta. Jamison Williams, hopefully in week seven, will be ready to rock and will be there. Marvin Jones is back and healthy. So I want to see. I, I'm not going to go crazy and argue this and say Goff has to be a tier two. But what I will say is there is – oh, man, the lights just went out on me here at the end of the show. What I will say is that Jared Goff uh, should be 13th behind Kirk Cousins if we're going to make that kind of argument. Because I think that is an accurate assessment. Man, we just had a – hang on a second. We just had lights fly off on me here. My apologies. Oh, man, we're having all sorts of computer issues here at the end of the show. So that's how I feel. How do you feel about it? What are your thoughts on golf being considered tier three and not tier two? Uh, looking forward to your comments on this. We're back again tomorrow right here on Locked On Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen, everybody. We'll do it again tomorrow.